can't believe what? that Tom Zanderville had Raquel oh. over when Ariana's away. Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News. Today, we are going to be channeling our inner Detective Lala Kent and breaking down yet another shocking episode of Vanderpump Rules. So the cracks in Scandival's master plan are beginning to show, but the only one who isn't suspicious seems to be Ariana. I know. Why is she so ride or die, Raquel? And does Tom like really think he's going to get away with this? We're going to dive into everything, but before we do, make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss any Bravo breaking news. So the Vanderpump Rules editors have done it again because we got this scene where Lala is basically narrating this whole sleepover saga. So it kind of starts out with we're at Lala's office and James comes over and Lala tells James about the sleepover between Raquel and Tom because I guess James doesn't know yet. Lala found out from Katie who found out from none other than Ken Todd himself at Villa Rosa. I was about to say Villa Blanca. So we get this really funny scene where Katie's at Villa Rosa. She's making sandwiches with Lisa Vanderpump. And Ken walks out and just delivers the line of the season. He goes, I can't believe that Tom Sandoval had Raquel over when Ariana was away in the jacuzzi. So what were your thoughts when oh Ken God. did this? Okay, well, first of all, Ken needs to work on his acting skills a bit. But it was amazing. Um, the fact that he just, like, waltzed in, dropped that bomb, and then left. <laughs> it was so good. Um, and so, of course, Katie's like, wait, what? Like, how did you know this? And so Lisa says, well, because we had a tasting it, sir, Raquel was an hour and a half late, and she told me that it was because she overslept. She ended up staying at Sandoval's house, and, you know, we see that scene where Raquel's like, but nothing happened, and Lisa's like, doesn't matter if anything happened. Like, that's not a great look. So then she calls Tom Sandoval, and, of course, he's like, dude, it wasn't, it's not like that, like, blah, blah, blah. She dipped out, and keep saying she dipped out and Lisa's finally like what does that mean did she stay the night or no and he finally you know finally says yes she did and Lisa's like not happy about this so I'm just like glad that someone's calling him on his shit and she oh I love that she was like I'm not dude stop calling me dude like because it was annoying me he literally like Lisa Vanderpump to him is your majesty, okay? So do not call her dude. That is mm -mm, not okay. Yeah, first of all, when has dipped out ever meant went to sleep? Never in the history of the world has dipped out meant that. That means you're leaving, you're going, you're probably not saying goodbye, you're dipping out, you're leaving. That's what that means. So the fact that Sandoval is like, going around in circles trying to explain that that meant that she went to sleep is just yet another lie. And then, I don't know, the dude thing, like, cracks me up. You know how many times Lisa Vanderpump has had to tell them that this season? Like, every time they're FaceTiming her or, like, talking to her, she they always call her dude. And she has to remind them, I'm not dude. I'm not dude. I just, I love it. Lisa Vanderpump, she, she's the queen and she 
has to remind them of that, obviously. Yeah, I mean, she shouldn't have to, but for whatever reason, she does. So then Tom kind of has a slip up and says, yeah, she just, you know, I she fell asleep on the couch and she went to... I said, like, no, go upstairs, like, go to my room, I, the guest room. And it's like, Freudian slip here, like, uh-huh. So that's probably where she actually slept and then went down to the couch, you know, early in the morning so that Schwartz would find her on the couch. Oh, I mean, but do you think that, I mean, why wouldn't she just stay in Sandoval's room at this point? Schwartz knows. Schwartz is... Uh, complicit in the lie so maybe she didn't even go down to the couch at all I don't know maybe my head went maybe this is the threesome that everybody has been talking about it's Tom and Tom and Raquel like it always probably was I, I don't know it just makes more sense to me um, but basically Lala has cracked the plan she is seeing through it and she's you know telling James like you know, the last time that Sandoval was talking about a girl like he talks about Raquel is when he talked about Ariana when he was with Kristen. So it's like all adding up. And I don't know if you watched Watch What Happens Live, but even Kristen said it. If you go back to those reunions where Kristen, um, you know, was freshly broken up with Tom and he was now with Ariana, it's like he's saying the exact same things. Like he's you know, I've never felt this way before. There's just something, you know, it's like th there's an electric connection or, you know, something to that effect. It's like word for word. Yeah. Kristen said that someone on TikTok, bless their hearts, you know, put together like a side by side of what he was saying about Ariana versus what he's now saying about Raquel. And it was like verbatim. So I haven't found that TikTok. If you guys find it, send it to us because I do want to see that. Um so then we're also seeing the crew go glamping for Raquel's birthday. And Raquel is just, you know, going on and on about how these are my true friends. These are my core people and they mean the world to me. And it's like, I just, I, the fact that she is able to sit in these confessionals and just lie straight to the camera is like really shocking to me. Like three years ago, I would have never guessed that Raquel was capable of this. And I think that's how Ariana felt as well. Yeah. I mean, if you ask me, this is the definition of psychopathic, sociopathic behavior. I mean, like I said before, she is continuing to double down on these things. You know, she is not just kind of like letting it, you know, fly by and, you know, not really like bringing it up or mentioning it. She is really, really pushing that she is best friends with Ariana, you know, loves these people, is loyal to them, would never do anything to them. So that is definition sociopath. Yeah. So let's zoom past all the animals and pumpkin smashing and blah, blah, blah. So they're at dinner the first night. They're having dinner the first night. You know, Raquel spells the ranch and Ariana could not look more annoyed. And I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but Ariana's like, so did I miss anything? And the Toms basically say, you know, that, or Raquel admits that, well, I stayed the night at your house and Ariana could not have been less concerned. Um, but we do catch Tom Sandoval in his first lie of the episode. There were many. And Sheena's like, but you guys told Brock that she didn't spend the night. And so then they flash back to a scene where the boys are playing basketball and they say, no, nah, Raquel, Brock's like, who stayed the night? And Schwartz says, I did. And he's like, what about Raquel? And 
Sandoval's like, she dipped out. <laughs> Once again, so the dipped out line. Them on it. The dipped out line. Um, I don't know if he thinks there's like a dipped out loophole. I'm not sure, but he's definitely using that term very loosely. So, you know, then they say, well, we knew it would look bad if if we said that she stayed the night, but now it looks worse because we lied about it. So, yeah, it's just like you guys are idiots. Yeah. So it's like he, you know, he said now that there's this open relationship rumor going around, he didn't want to, you know, like add this to the mix so people would get suspicious and like that line alone would get me personally super suspicious but yet ariana doesn't seem to have a care in the world she's like you know totally fine with it she trusts raquel and you know again we get her saying that to sheena um we have this moment where they're kind of in the tent together they're talking about the open relationship thing of course ariana admits that they don't have one um, but she does think that Katie spread that rumor, which we'll talk about in a little bit because I want to get your thoughts on that. But, you know, we have Ariana once again standing up for Raquel, basically saying she's kind and sweet and loyal um, since the day I met her. And like she basically doesn't have a bad bone in her body. And that's just another heartbreaking moment from Ariana. Like, why is she so ride or die Raquel? Like, I want to get your thoughts on this because it's just so I know they're best friends. And I guess Sheena has, you know, ha come to bat for Raquel a lot, too. But it's like there are consistent things that are red flags with Raquel. And she's just like seeing right past it. Like none of it is getting through to her. Yeah, I think Ariana's the type of person who wants to see the good in people. And Sheena's the same way. And I think they see that Raquel's kind of been like ganged up on um, by Lala and Katie. And so I think they're trying to have her back and protect her. And they think that they're just a close knit group and, you know, that she would never betray them like that. And that turns out to just be so far from the truth. And I think that's what makes this betrayal like twice as bad like yes it's bad enough to have your partner cheating on you but the fact that it was with someone who you trusted so much is just like you know that's like the turning of the knife definitely for sure so we get uh, this other meal around the table at the glamping birthday party and schwartz just kind of throws out this really odd and inappropriate joke like i don't want to kill the vibe but watch out guys Raquel has a type and it's men that are taken so watch out Brock and Tom like haha like it made me think of Teresa's like haha laugh funny because it is not funny whatsoever like Tom what are you doing you know that they are sleeping together and yet you're like drawing more attention to it I think his you know idea of doing this is to draw attention away from it and kind of make it a, a laughable joke but I don't know. It was kind of crazy. What did you think about that? Yeah, it was so weird. And it reminded me also of the, I think, you know, I have a gut feeling she has a crush on someone else. It's like, I don't know why you think this is a good idea, Tom Schwartz, but you're tempting fate here. Um, and then we get this, you know, scene where Raquel's cheersing to 28 and it's going to be such a great year. They kind of migrate to the... Um, fire and she talks about how she's aging out of pageants she doesn't know what she wants to do with her life and 
We get this really heartbreaking scene where Ariana is consoling her and saying, like, you are such a role model for girls and women. And it's just like, oh, my God, this is just so sad to me. It is so sad. And one of the cringiest moments at the dinner, though, was when Sandoval, like, gave this over-the-top toast about Raquel when she was, you know, saying, like, thank you, guys. I love you guys. And he was like, you're so confident. You're coming into your own. The way you just showed up at Lala's birthday, like, he was getting so passionate, like, getting up, like, just rearing to go. It was I don't know. Like if my husband or boyfriend of 10 years, same thing, got up and made a toast like that towards another woman, I would be pissed, wouldn't you? Well, I was just thinking like, there's no way my husband would ever make a toast like that about me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, true. So yeah, if he did it about someone else, I would definitely be a little suspicious. Oh, definitely suspicious. Okay, no lies detected there. Like, it's just not normal. It is not normal behavior. So therefore, Ariana's detector should have gone right up about that. Yeah, so, but instead they get her a nice birthday gift. They give her these Versace sunglasses. You know, they have this galaxy dance party. Raquel says it's a dream. And Sandoval just gets up and just gives her this big embrace. And it's like, oh my God, okay. I don't know how much more of this I can handle. Um, But the whole, you know, the whole glamping birthday was, it was just really interesting because it's kind of the first time we're seeing Raquel with Tom and Ariana because Ariana's kind of been in and out a lot this season, you know, due to other events happening. This is true. So we get the gang then going to Tom Tom for Christina Kelly's Heart Spring Party. And as we heard at the glamping event, I guess Schwartz invited Raquel, but then he disinvited her, but then Raquel was invited. And Raquel, Tom, and Ariana show up together as a threesome, which is so cringe. Like, when they walked in, I was immediately like, what is going on? And I wasn't the only one because Lala noticed it too and basically said it feels like an acid trip. Like, she's like, what the hell is going on? This dynamic is getting weird. Yeah, Lala is seeing things so clearly. You know, she was telling James in her office, like, I think Sandoval has a thing for Raquel. And she is spot on. So now we have Raquel showing up in her, like, gross thong bodysuit. I hate that look. I'm sorry. I can't get into it. Um, We do get a moment where Ariana and Katie kind of talk and they, you know, Ariana confronts her about these open relationship rumors. Now, Katie denies it. Katie denies, you know, ever using the word rules and ever saying like it's as long as nothing's embarrassing done, Ariana doesn't care. I think Katie's fibbing here because I don't think Allie would pull the word rules out of nowhere. Um, I think she said something like, well, they just don't have a lot of rules as a couple. I don't think Katie was meaning anything, you know, negative by it. But I do think that she said something to that effect. What do you think? So I am team Katie on this one. I think, you know, she explained in, I think it was last week's confessional that she was kind of just saying like, 
you know, they don't keep each other on leashes. You know, they have different dynamics. She's explaining this to Ariana. You know, Ariana likes to stay home. Tom likes to go out and they're both perfectly happy with that. So I don't know. I really think that it was misconstrued. Um, Allie doesn't really know these people, you know, so she's just kind of taking what maybe Katie said to her and spinning it, but with no ill intent, um, you know, just kind of explaining it how she perceived it. So I don't know. I don't think that Katie actually said these things. I think that Katie is a good friend and is looking out for Ariana. Um, but Ariana, you know, is continues to be loyal to Raquel and Raquel only. So then we get, you know, Katie saying like, I just have a hard time believing that, you know, Raquel can be such a shitty person to one you know, one group and then like such a great friend to another group. And so she's trying to make Ariana see this. And Ariana's just like, you know, if I were you, I would feel the same way. But like, I, you know, I love her and I trust her and I love and trust my boyfriend as well. So it's just like, I honestly, the foreshadowing here, I feel like Shakespeare himself is like rolling over in his grave and like taking notes like oh this is good like this is really good <laughs> because you cannot write this shit like it's unreal how we're seeing this play out I know and they are trying so hard to get through to her you know like that's what I think like makes a good friend is like Katie and Lala are not backing down like you know Ariana is continuing to be you know totally team Raquel and trusting Tom but they are like no we see it a different way and you need to see it that way too and we're not going to stop letting you know that we think this is suspicious which is just makes me more team Katie and team Lala than I already was yeah so then we get this scene that is obviously like a you know production sanctioned scene where James sits down with Raquel and Raquel confronts him saying that she was really hurt when he said that he regrets Richella. And, you know, James is like saying, you know, well, I see now that she's not the same girl that I like fell in love with and she's just not right the, the right girl for me. Um, he has this line, which, of course, James has these iconic lines. He's like, I just meant that it was an epic proposal and it was wasted on you. <laughs> And like, I mean, I feel that like he's going to have to really uh, like work hard to top his next proposal. Yeah, he's so right. And he kind of also says like, basically, he doesn't know her anymore. And that like hit a nerve for me because out of anybody in this group, James is the one that knows Raquel best. They were together and engaged for five years. Of course, he was the one that brought her into the friend group. So if he notices that she is not herself anymore and has turned into somebody else like that is a sign that something bad is up because James knows her better than anybody else and then you know they talk about like how they're doing this like exploration and how Raquel's just kind of like exploring life after James and she's basically like that's why I do everything in life and that's why I don't regret anything and yet another sociopathic line from Raquel She's in the confessional. The affair is full blown at this point, saying that she has zero regrets. Mm, chills. And yeah, she talked, you know, earlier she was talking about how 
when she was in her pageant days, like she had to be so careful about her reputation. And, you know, she's glad she doesn't have to worry about that anymore. And it's like, yeah, you better start to think about that because shit's going to hit the fan soon. Um, What a weird thing to say. Weird. Super weird. I think that she meant that she never had her like kind of crazy, like wild college days of like, you know, carefree, going out, hooking up with whoever, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, well, you're living out those days now, but you're in a group of 30-somethings who are way past that. And you're 28. It's not cute. It's not cute anymore. And I I just can't get over the whole pageant thing. Like, Raquel, drop the pageant thing. I I don't know. I... I'm not in that world. I don't know how it is, but they, they're playing this sad music and she is like bawling her eyes out about how she's aged out of pageants. Like, girl, please come on. Like, give me a real problem for me to feel sorry for you, not aging out of pageants. Like, I have zero sympathy for you. Totally. Okay, so the scene with Lala and Ariana, I thought was so fascinating. So Lala's basically telling Ariana, look, I just want to talk to you because at this Labor Day party, when you called Tom and said that your grandma passed away, you know, I was there when he said, all right, I'll be right home. And he didn't leave. And so Ariana's like, well, because he said he couldn't get a ride. And then she stops herself and she's like, you know what? I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to defend someone if they are not worth defending. So he, she calls Tom over and she confronts Tom about it. And it is just like lie after lie after lie, stammering, like not giving straight answers. You know, it was unreal. Like, uh, how did you how did you think of this whole thing? It was really, really tough to watch seeing like the evolution of Tom's like lies and trying to make excuses as to why he didn't leave. First, it was, you know, his ride left and then. He was taking a shit when his ride left. And then he thought that Ariana wanted to be alone. And then, you know, and then we have Jax Taylor entering the chat on Twitter that I saw saying he was there and Tom said he wanted to stay and he just stayed and, you know, hung out with Raquel all day. He said there were Ubers coming and going all day, obviously, like not having a ride isn't an excuse, Tom, after Ariana wanted you to come home. It was just shocking. Yeah, it's like, so which one was it? And she keeps trying to get him to answer. She gives him ample opportunity. And he basically just kind of, you know, gives up. And he just kind of, you know, like he's out of excuses. He knows he fucked up. What else is he going to say? And it's at that point where Ariana's like, we get her confessional saying like, you know, I am ride or die for Tom and I'm... I I choose him, you know, ahead of everyone else. And I'm starting to see that, like, he might not be doing the same for me. And she's like, I look like an idiot being, you know, Tom's number one stan when he's not mine. So, so sad. And it's like she's starting to realize it. But still, at this point, at, at least in this episode, I don't know if we'll pick up, you know, at the end of this conversation next episode, but she really doesn't even seem all that mad. She's just like kind of taking it and, you know, just, I don't know, brushing it off like it's nothing. But we've had several signs over this episode of Tom lying, of Tom, you know, not being truthful, of Tom being sketchy. 
Um, and everybody else is noticing it, but Ariana just seems to be brushing past it. I don't know why she is so just blase about it. I guess it's because she loves and trusts him, like she said. But I mean, girl, like the red flags are there. You got to wake up, girl. And it's also like, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this timeline because we're in September. Okay, maybe it's late September at this point. We're still in September. How does this news not break until, you know, March? Like, I don't I don't get how there was so much time with these circling rumors and like, you know, people picking up on these things. And it took another six months for it to come out, like make it make sense. I know. I'm hoping we will get some answers at the reunion about what happened in during this period where they weren't filming. Um, I'm really hoping that they open up about that and we get answers. So we only have two more weeks of episode. The finale will be airing on May 17th. Um, and if you haven't already, make sure you catch our finale trailer recap that we posted on our channel earlier this week. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any more recaps or Bravo breaking news to come. See you next time.